Welcome to the DHG podcast series with a focus on life beyond numbers with topics about people, careers and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG podcast series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host, and I love this venue because we get to hear about the things that matter the most to us, flexibility, careers, and of course, our people. Let's talk about flexibility today. One of the three key attributes of DHG's culture is flexibility. About, I guess, six or eight years ago, we conducted a study to figure out what makes DHG unique. And flexibility was one of the key things that we heard over and over again. It rose to the top. And today, now more than ever, flexibility is key as we adapt to life in the midst of a global pandemic. And every time I say that we're in the midst of a global pandemic, I just, I can't even believe it. But we're living through it. And the reasons why flexibility is so important range from schools being closed or partial open to elder care to Zoom fatigue. I mean, just to name a few, from our team members who live alone and need some flexibility to get out, to exercise, to have contact with others, socially distanced, to our working parents, everyone is facing needs for flexibility as we work continue month six of working from home. So we've been working hard in 2020 to develop some offerings to meet our people's needs. Joining me today is Katrina Thompson, who has led the charge with the development of what we're calling our Life Work Solution Suite. And let me just say, Katrina is one of my most favorite people ever, and I'm so happy I was able to rope her into this this morning. Welcome, Katrina. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. So flexibility is, you know, one of your major passions, mine too. And as I said earlier, it's critical, more critical today than it ever has been. And I mentioned that we began working on this earlier in 2020. Can you share with us where our journey began earlier this year and what we have learned so far? Yes, very happy to. As you said, it's one of my passions, so I could talk about this all day, but I'll try to be brief. (laughs) As you mentioned earlier, we've always strived to be a flexible firm, but we recognized that we needed to do a little bit more, you know, to create some formality and some of our options and programming. So we started out early this year, technically, technically, I guess, late in 2019, by doing a survey of all of our team members. And what we found that was really interesting was that one of the barriers was this concept of permission. Is it okay for me to ask for flexibility, especially if I'm early in my career and haven't, you know, quote unquote, earned it yet? And we also learned that there was a stigma associated with flexibility that we simply had to work on erasing, not to mention the huge barrier of guilt. So we pulled together a group of people from across the firm, about 30 of them, and we spent three days focusing on what flexibility would look like if we started from a blank slate with no preconceived barriers. And it was a great session. It gave us the foundation to start building a flexibility culture at DHG. Not just a program or an initiative, but a culture. One that removes guilt and shame and breaks down stereotypes that flexibility is one-sided or that flexibility somehow means a lack of commitment. Because, of course, neither of those things are true. Right. So. As we continued on our journey, how do we take 
what we developed, the skeleton, I was a part of this at our flexibility event and bring it to life. And why did we do it now? Yeah, the timing of all of it is really interesting. Yeah. Because you're right, you were a part of this. And let me just say, we're all exhausted. So, you know, and then we had this huge fire drill this summer to pull, bring to life things that we had skeletoned out at the flexibility event. So why now? Yeah, you laid it out perfectly. (laughs) The timing was fascinating because we had just wrapped up the event and we were starting to put together a project plan and then the pandemic hit. So what was so interesting about that is, you know, for flexibility, it all at once put some elements on hold while completely accelerating others. You know, for example, we thought we were building up this big, bold concept of work from anywhere. When all of a sudden, bam, we're all working from home overnight. Other elements, of course, had to take a back seat as we focused on, you know, the pandemic and what that meant for our workforce. But then fast forward to the summer and the working parent crisis hits. And I call it a crisis. Yes. You know, we could all hope this thing would be over by now, but six months later, kids are still at home, parents are struggling. Additionally, through the entire pandemic period, we've been doing pulse surveys periodically so that we knew what was going on with our people, you know, what they were thinking, what they were feeling, and what they were struggling with. So we knew in addition to working parents, we had people feeling the continued fatigue of 2020, increased pressure on other caregiving needs, you know, elder care became so critically important because they were, you know, more compromised potentially by the virus. So it was a huge Mm. concern for people. Then you had increased feelings of loneliness with some people and stress and burnout, I think, for everybody. It's just a tough time. So we knew we had to refocus our efforts, kind of double down. So what we did was, again, involve some people and said, okay, what can we do right now to try to help our, not just our working parents, but everyone? So you say everyone. I mean, we did talk a lot about working parents, but what are some of the innovative offerings that we developed that are for all, for everybody? Well, I cannot be more proud of what we were able to do. And you know this, you were a huge part of helping us, you know, get it across the finish line. But we did, you mentioned this again earlier, we did introduce officially our Life Work Solutions Suite which is all about providing resources to help people navigate whatever life brings, Mm -hmm. whatever their challenges are in life. But some of the things it includes is a new service to assist anyone with any caregiving responsibility, not just kids at home, but anyone in our lives. It could be our parents. It could be our kids. It could be a sibling. It could be a best friend. And they just have an innovative offering to help caregivers walk through the caregiving journey. It's really amazing. Next, we partnered with a new backup dependent care provider who's really innovative in that space. They go beyond traditional backup dependent care and have a really unique online component that is just super slick. And finally, we're replacing our traditional EAP with an expanded and much stronger partner to help with mental health and emotional well-being, which, of course, has taken a toll in 2020. In addition to the traditional services, they also offer expanded add-on services for work life, convenient services, legal services, and just, you know, a more proactive reach out to try to help our people. And I should add, we already had a robust wellness program, a financial fitness program, Mm -hmm. and the firm, firm, as you well know, we both use it. The firm pays our subscription to Headspace. Yes. So these new benefits were just, you know, they just tied into our existing commitment to try to help people with overall well-being. 
You know, when I look at all we've done, I'm going a little off script here. It really makes me in awe when I listen. You know, I don't think you mentioned some of the organic things that we've done, such as crowdsourcing with parents. Why don't you talk a little bit about some of those things? Yeah, so uh, LifeWorks Solutions Suite sort of our new benefit partners. But in addition to that, we're just trying to focus on being flexible. I think that's the most important thing that we can do. You know, I say it this way all the time, meet people where they are. We all need different things. So how do we change our thinking around things like traditional hours and always being online and for goodness sakes, always being on video? (laughs) (laughs) So we just launched some simple practices such as shortening the typical length of meetings. So you can create some space in your day for movement. We're adding protected focus time where people have uninterrupted time for projects or they may need that time to go check on the kiddos. And we're occasionally having Zoom holidays. Yes. our first one. Yay! Yay, my personal favorite. (laughs) And we have an amazing engaged parent professional network. They've implemented the tools such as local crowdsourcing, idea exchange, and they're just there to support one another. And we're getting ready to launch. I'm so excited about this. This was one of your grandchildren, I believe. But we're getting ready to launch a new network of flexibility coaches where parents can connect with other parents who've kind of been there, done that, and talk through their challenges and potential solutions. And as great as all of this is, probably the most important thing we're doing is really engaging with our managers. Because if we know that if they don't lean into flexibility and to the needs of their people, it's simply not going to work. Right. So what we're doing is just really working closely with them, providing them tools, resources, guidance, information to help them. And, you know, they need flexibility too. Yes. Yeah. So we just think, you know, doing this well is a win-win. And you know as well as I do that we are incredibly fortunate that our senior leaders get it. You know, we don't have to sell this to them. They fully support it. They're all in. So we're set up for success, I believe. I believe we are too. And honestly, I don't believe that anybody in our industry is doing it any better or with any more care than we are. We have been so nimble and flexible and, you know, of course I drink the Kool-Aid, but I just, I just can't even, you know, say enough about how amazing all of this has come together. So what's on the horizon in next for, in terms of flexibility at DHG? Well, the immediate future will, of course, be all about getting new programs and and habits embedded into our culture. And then we'll, of course, continue to assess, you know, what's working and then refine what's not. We have become very nimble, as you said. So we'll figure out, hey, if this isn't working, let's tweak it. But we're also going to need to spend some time focusing on what flexibility looks like when things go back to normal. Yeah. And we've really heard from people, I don't want everything to go back to normal. Right. There are some things about this that I really like. So, you know, what does that mean for our daily operations, for our offices, for our culture? You know, we're going to have to be intentional about that. But beyond that, we do have plans to expand our flexibility options beyond just sort of the here and now and what I need today to thinking in terms of career flexibility and getting really creative about things like traditional hours and even traditional career tracks. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we want, and I believe we can, be the firm that's figured this out better than anyone. Yes. I know we can show that it's possible to have this amazing career, even in a high-performance, high-demand industry like ours, and still have an amazing full life. You know, and you and I have both had that experience. It's wonderful. So, you know, I know I may... It may sound like oversimplifying, Uh but I really, really believe 
flexibility is the key to make all of that happen. And I could not agree more with you. It really is, but it does take exactly what you just said, and that is everybody leaning in from the top all the way down. And I think the other thing that we all have to remember is flexibility is a two-way street. I did a blog, I believe, on this. Gosh, Catherine Clark was like my daughter, was one. So it must have been about five years old. And it it was about flexibility in terms of I'm there for DHG when DHG needs me. And DHG is there for me when I need to be with my daughter. And it was, I wrote it a day when I had to pick her up early from school. And you know what? I, with no guilt, was able to spend the afternoon with her when she was really sick. And, you know, at one, she couldn't tell me everything that was going on. And, you know, and I didn't feel guilty because, you know, I knew that I was always there for DHG. If DHG needs me on a Saturday morning, I'm there. You know, if I'm up at 5 a.m. trying to get something done that's got to go out at 8 o'clock, it's okay because I know that if I need to pick up my daughter from school early because she's sick or whatever, it's just a two-way street. I think flexibility is key to everything and having, there's no such thing as life-work balance because it's never fully balanced, but being able to juggle it all, I believe. Yep. Integrate them together. The phrases I use are we flex away and yep. we have to flex back. Yep. And we got to recognize two way street is critical and communication. Yes. Like you just got to tell people what's going on. Yes. Okay? Absolutely. Well, Katrina, this was super fun. I'm so happy that you were able to join us and share a little bit about what we're doing. I'm so excited about what we're doing. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG. Life at DHG.